Hello, guys, and welcome to another episode of the Stephen Jarvis podcast. Today, I am talking about... I'm going to switch from what I normally do, and today we are going to talk about the Minnesota Vikings. Now, I'm going to break this up into a couple of parts. So part one is going to be about the origins of the franchise, you know, the 1960s. The second part will be about the 70s, third part about the 80s, so on and so forth. So today, let's start out with the 1960s. 1960s is a very, very interesting year in the NFL Football League. They have competition with the AFL, which some people may not know this, but the Minnesota Vikings were actually supposed to be an AFL franchise. But they backed out after George Papa Bear Hallis said, hey, you know, we can promise you a franchise in the NFL. Don't don't play for that club or for that American Football League. And so they opt out of it and go want a National Football League franchise. Um, something of note with 1960, we don't get the franchise, but they say, hey, you, the Minnesota Vikings do get a franchise, but you play in 1961. Um, in the draft... You know, we get Fran Tarkington, who is our, who has really been our only franchise quarterback in history. We've never really had any other ones that have lasted as long as him or done as much as him. Um, Norm Van Brocklin is hired as a coach. Another interesting fact about that is they tried to get Bud Grant to be the first ever head coach of the Vikings, but he turned it down. He says, you know, with expansion franchises, they they have to deal with a lot of losing, and he didn't want to be a part of that. So he turns it down. They hired Norm Van Brocklin, who in 1960 just came off of a... Or in 1960, he leads the Philadelphia Eagles to an NFL championship over the Green Bay Packers. And in 1961... They begin play. Now, Fran Tarkington, in their first official game against the Chicago Bears, was not the starting quarterback. The starting quarterback was George Shaw. Norm Van Brocklin felt that he needed a veteran quarterback to lead the team in its infancy. Well, that lasted for a little bit in that game. Fran Tarkington comes in, just lights up the Chicago Bears with the scrambling. He throws four touchdown passes, scrambles for another one. But after that brief glimmer of ecstasy or hope, they finished the season at 3-11. and um, Another nice tidbit, we get Jim Marshall in a trade um, from... He comes from a trade from the Cleveland Browns. So one part of the Purple People Eaters is there. 1962, same thing, you know, except for is the first time that we finished 2-11-1. We had one tie, two losses, or two wins and 11 losses. Sorry about that. Tied for, or we were in sixth place for the finish that year. 1963, we finish 5-8-1. We're tied for fourth in the Western Division. 
Um, Paul Flatley, who is a wide receiver, is the rookie of the year that year. 1964, same thing. We go 8-5-1, and one, tied for second in the Western Division. Fran Tarkington is awarded the Pro Bowl MVP. 1965, we finish fifth at 7-7 seven and seven in the Western Conference. 1965 is famous for a tirade that Norm Van Brocklin had where he... We, we play the Baltimore Colts, and he's like, well, if, if we win this game, then we're ready to become champions. We're going to be in the playoffs, yada, yada, yada. They end up losing the game, and he quits. He quits for 24 hours, comes back, gives this long speech of, oh, you know, I'm mad at myself because we... I we lost the game I thought we should have won and I quit and I feel like crap and la 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 comes back but the team doesn't believe in him anymore. Um he's having a feud that's lasted for a couple of seasons now with Fran Tarkington about Fran Tarkington scrambling. Um one backtrack that happened in 1964 was the r- wrong way run by Jim Marshall. Uh, against the San Francisco 49ers where he recovered a football or a fumble and ran all the way the wrong way. Um, 1966, the last year of both Tarkington and Norm Van Brocklin, they finished tied sixth in the Western Division with the 4-9-1 record. Um, What's really notable about this season is that I that Norm Van Brocklin loses the team. But when Fran Tarkington demands a trade saying, I can't play for Norm, I can't play for the Vikings anymore, you got to trade me, Norm Van Brocklin ends up quitting again for the second time. He'd later become the head coach of the uh, Atlanta Falcons. And he pretty much says that Fran Tarkington split the team um, it was all Fran's fault, yada, yada, yada. Fran says, I'm not even going to get into it. Jim Finks is now the general manager. And in 1967, he makes a blockbuster trade. He trades Fran Tarkington to the New York Giants. And he gets a lot of draft picks out of that. Now, these draft picks would help build the foundation of what would later become the Purple People Eaters. 1967, he also brings in a new quarterback by the name of Joe Cap, who was just in the CFL at that time, had won, a, I think, one or two Grey Cups in the Canadian Football League. He comes to America and is now going to be our new quarterback. Um, also, Bud Grant is now the head coach. Um, they don't really do much in Bud Grant's first season. Uh, in the Central Division, they have a fourth-place finish. They win only three games, lose eight, and tied three times in that season. Um, 1968, they are first in the Central Black and Blue Division. Um, they lose to the Colts, who are blitzing them all game. They lose 14-24, to 24, but they had a 
winning record of eight, eight and six. 1969. Bud Grant wins the coach of the year. I think that's the only time he ever wins that award in his career with the Vikings. But 1969, something interesting happens. They uh, are first in the Central Division in the Western Conference, and they finish with a record of 12-2. and two. They win two playoff games, one against the in the divisional against the Rams, 23 to 20. And then they win the NF the last ever NFL championship to they win it in a game against the Cleveland Browns 27 to 7, which is notable for <laughs> Joe Cap knocking out uh Cleveland Browns player by trying to hurdle him, but his knee hit the guy in the head and knocked the Cleveland Browns player out. Next game they have is in Super Bowl four. We're highly touted as, oh, we're going to go in there. We're going to show that the Jets winning Super Bowl three was a fluke. We get absolutely demolished by the uh, Kansas City Chiefs who kept matriculating the ball down the field at uh, 23 to seven. Joe Cap gets injured in the fourth quarter, separates his non-throwing shoulder, and that game is very important for the AFL because they are now 2-2 two and two in winning a, a, their second Super Bowl, and you know their record is 2-2 two and two in the Super Bowl now. The first two Super Bowls were won by the Green Bay Packers, and... Minnesota kind of has that opportunity to say, hey, you know, uh uh-uh. It was a fluke that the New York Jets won. But we're showing up in Super Bowl IV. The Purple People Eaters that are in their prime, they're all together now with Gary Larson, Carl Eller, Jim Marshall, and Alan Page. The only thing is, even though they are together, they end up losing. The defense is absolutely demolished because in the AFL, they had bigger offensive and defensive player uh, uh, linemen. So as the Vikings trying to beat these bigger offensive and defensive linemen, they find out that they're just no match, and it is what it is. Joe Cap would later leave after that season. He has a contract holdout, and he ends up with the Boston Patriots in 1970. Um, you know, Minnesota in the 60s, I think, is the most dominant time. Yeah, in the 70s, they would later go to more to three more Super Bowls, you know, losing them. And... Fran Tarkington eventually comes back in uh, 1972. And from then on, we get back to our winning ways again. So I think I'm going to cut it short. You know, it's hopefully was a good podcast for you guys. I'm trying the best I can. Um, You can listen to this on 
Spotify and all your other um, podcast listening apps. But uh, I think that's it for today. Thank you guys so much. And um, new schedule for me. I will try to do new episodes every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Um, I know that Sunday is kind of a blah day for everyone. You know, they're getting ready to get back to work and all that on Sunday. So now the schedule will be Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And like I said, I hope you guys like this. Uh, Show some... You know, give me a like, shout out. Um, if you want me to talk about other things, you know, you can email me at stevenjarvis10 at gmail.com and I can, an- I'll do any requests that you say, just not political, you know, no politics. Don't need that. Thank you and goodbye.